Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hey, everyone. It's your host, Sasha Ann Simons. Now, if you are a regular listener of the Reset Podcast, then you know that we love to bring you interviews with bands and musicians here on the show. They're some of our favorites and some of your favorites, too. Now, we recently talked with improv jazz saxophonist Mai Sugimoto, folk singer Naomi Ashley, hip-hop legend Common, and checked in with artists working in all kinds of genres, classical, dream pop, house, Americana, and the list goes on. Well, starting, let me check my watch. Yeah, right now, we'll have a new music interview in our feed every Saturday, a mix of national acts, Chicago staples, and upcomers. It's part of our effort here on Reset to bring you that perfect balance of news, conversation, and culture that you know you can rely on from WBEZ. Now, I'm excited to share this next interview with you. My chat with a band of Chicago youngsters who are already so big, they just played a show at the legendary rock club Metro. The band, a trio, is called Uniflora, and it's made up of drummer Ruby O'Brien, bassist Theo Williams, and guitarist and vocalist Gwen Dugan. And this is their single, Hell Girl. Oh, what the hell? Uniflora are high schoolers, sophomores, and they're already making waves. I started by asking Quinn how the band got its start. Well, these two knew each other a lot longer. I went to kindergarten with Theo and then kind of didn't see him for like many years after that. Theo and Ruby, over the course of multiple years knowing each other, had, um, I guess, recently, like probably two years ago, a year ago, started trying, I don't know, just having fun playing music together. So when I, I re-met Theo again in seventh, eighth grade, um, and our freshman year, he asked me to play drums for a Christmas concert he was putting on with Ruby and uh, another friend. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I wasn't a drummer for this, so it was just kind of like a casual thing. So I, I tried playing drums for this one show, and then eventually, like a month or two afterwards, we decided that us three, we could try and, I don't know, try and make our own music. Ruby, how'd you come up with the name? Uh, I would like to say that it was more special than it really was, but in all honesty, it was um, Theo was randomizing the Wikipedia random page, and I believe it was just a, like a plant page or something um, that we were going through, and we found out about this plant, Monotropa uniflora, and um, it's really cool. They call it the ghost flower. Um, so we were like, yeah, let's stick with that. Theo, does that sound about right? Yeah, yeah. There's this band, um, Black Country New Road. They're in um, England's post-punk scene, and uh, they did the same. And uh, me and Quinn were trying to emulate that, in a sense. Well, you know, many artists, they take many years to find their sound. So, Theo, how would you describe the sound of Uniflora? That's a tough question. Uh, We're post-punk. I'd say there's a little bit of math rock, kraut rock beats, and... um, a real driving force behind the music, uh, the guitar, the drums, the bass, everything. Yeah. yeah. You agree, Quinn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a, lo- a lot of our music stems from wanting to be as noisy as possible. So I think I'd, I'd say noise music has a large role in it. 
well, from noise to playing a show at the Metro, which is huge. I mean, how does it feel to get to play such an iconic stage? Playing music is something that I have always wanted to do, and I think they both have always wanted to do. So being able to be on stage in so many legendary venues around the city that we grew up going to and have seen our favorite artists at is really just like a really special feeling when it hits. Theo, why do you think collaborations with musicians that are your age is important? Um, you know, just being young, there's a lot of same ideas and older people do have experience, well, more experience with music, but there's just something, an idea, you know, that sort of every young musician, no matter the genre, no matter the region, has just sort of an idea to try and make something new. Um, and that's a great thing to have, and it's a great thing to work with. Um, and it's just fun. There's not a lot like that. It's yeah. It doesn't come close to playing with someone who's... Uh, older than you. Right, right. Well, let's listen to another group called Neptune's Core. This is Mermaid Song. So Neptune's Core, it, it's another Chicago teen indie rock group, and I understand that uh, they were instrumental in you guys getting a, a footing in the local scene, Ruby. What can you tell me about Hollow Gallo Fest? Um, so Hollow Gallo Fest was really the first show where we got to meet more people our age. Um, before Hollow Gallo Fest, we played a show at PTD Vintage, which is my dad's guitar shop. And we played with Neptune's Core. And um, that was really good because we got to meet new people from our schools. And we started um, expanding our bases with people who were part of the Hollow Gallo Collective. Um, so Hollow Gallo Fest was really our introduction to everybody else who was making music in the uh -huh. scene. When your dad, John Dugan, he's a drummer in the trio Chisel. And Ruby, your dad, Johnny O'Brien, played bass in a group called Slings and Arrows. That's right. Talk about the influence your parents have on your taste and interest in music. I'll start with you, Quinn. I think in the last uh, year or two, I've had to kind of reconcile with the fact that... Um, the music I was listening to my dad play in the car for like the first however decade of my life um, wasn't actually that lame and I kind of <laughs> loved some of it. Like, oh, I kind um, of love this now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I think in the at least in the in the year in the year that I've been in a band, I think I've noticed I've actually been able to have a lot of um, like full conversations about music. Uh with my dad, I, I think I might actually have some footing in the conversations because before, if it was like if he was talking to me about an old band, whether it's like I don't know the the Kinks or like the Jam or something, yeah, he would um, he would be in, like educating me on it. Yeah. But now, I, and some I, of it might go over your head too. Right? Yeah, but at this point now, I can kind of actually have a discourse with him about it. Um, yeah. So I think I don't know. I think being able to have just like not just someone to like show you music for you to eventually like but mm -hmm. for someone to, like a parent to t for you to be able to talk about music with is like maybe the I don't know the greatest educator in my I guess music ship yeah I love that for you it's, it's a great way to connect with you with your dad what about you Ruby you getting all the feels <laughs> yeah um I completely agree my 
I mean, my dad's band never went as far as Chisel because after I was born, they kind of stopped making music together. But um, I, I definitely feel the same. Um, having my dad own a guitar shop and also having him played in many bands back in the day, um, I do feel like he was always pushing me to kind of do the same, um, like follow in his footsteps and play music because I've always loved music, but I, I never started like playing guitar or any instruments until probably about like yeah sixth grade so um but it was he was really like the I agree he was definitely like the biggest supporter with everything I started doing and in your case you kind of get to keep his dream going too yeah which is awesome yeah for sure um I've tested many of the things that people have played in his shop so <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, earlier we heard one of your latest tracks hell girl now i want to listen to another song this is called lmcb So Theo, this track's quite different from that title track of your new release. So what was the idea behind this one, behind LMCB? And does that stand for anything? I gotta know. Uh, it stands for Lady Macbeth. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I would have never guessed that. We, uh, me and Quinn are in the same English class and we were reading Macbeth and it sort of just was in the air. And That's where you got your it. inspiration? Yeah. I um, love that. That's such a reminder that you guys are in high school. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but we recorded that song before we read it. We just sort of had it uh, lying around. We didn't write it or anything. It was sort of just a jam song, a song we wrote. Um, I think I just turned on my delay pedal and then just started doing something. And then it sort of all just fell into place. That sounds cliche to say, but uh, it just sort of happened. Uh, so you were mentioning sort of the, the different blends uh, of your, your style before. You talked about kraut rock. Yeah. Is this sort of an example of that or an inspiration? Um, maybe. I'd say this song is a little more shoegazy. Um, hmm. It's driving, but, you know, I wouldn't say it's as driving as kraut rock, but I can definitely hear the influences in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to another. There's something about repetition or looping in LMCB that, that kind of reminds me of your song Blue from the Plastic Surgeon album. and you just came out with new music. So what, what is your process, when for making music? Is it something that comes quickly to you all? No, no, I think I think we, we would agree that it takes a while for us to actually... Um, okay, I, I'd say it takes a while for us to get a song idea that we like, but once we actually have something working, it usually it finishes itself pretty quickly. But the, the first plastic surgeon, I would say, was really just... Um, we had all the all the songs, starter songs, I guess, for our band, 
and we were like, hey, let's just let's just try and record everything we have down, which I think that is, we, we really didn't have a very long set to start out. I think that yeah. was every single song we yeah. had. Um, so, and like that blue song, I think we, we put together pretty quickly because we thought we needed another song in our set, but we, we ended up liking it a lot later. I'd say initially, uh, most of my, most of my writing would just be start with guitar and then try to add everything else in. Um, and I think that's true for Hell Girl and pretty much, I think most of our songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'd say it usually starts with a uh, guitar part, and then I think something that we, we actually have realized is sometimes um, if you start with one part and then add everything else in, you you at some point you might actually have to simplify the original part. Because hmm. I think sometimes when you build a song off of a single uh, a single instrumental part, you like attach yourself to that one part to build everything uh, off of. But at, it's sometimes that's not... like. I, I think as a musician, sometimes you have to you have to be willing to edit something that you really like. Yeah, is the process some of your favorite uh, parts of this this journey, Ruby? Um, Just yeah, sort of for the sure. Making of the music. Yeah, for sure. I think um, we've had a lot of discussions as a band on how we can make our songwriting process like way more effective, mm-hmm. but ultimately it just ends up being our songs come out of a jam. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really fun because it's just like we're playing as friends. And yeah, and over time it gets tighter and tighter. Yeah, and, and tighter. it's it's very like Phil Spectory, like where we build on top of it, um, on top of like the original idea. But yeah, I th- I think it is my favorite part. Well, all this talk uh, Quinn mentioned about the set makes me wonder what's on tap for Metro Theo. What can we expect? Some new songs, some songs nice. that are uh, unreleased. We'll be playing uh, Hell Girl. A cover, uh, and some plastic surgeon song, sturgeon songs. How long's your set? I'm curious. Uh, forty minutes. Ooh, so, somewhere around that number. That's a good length of time. I, th- I think we'd hope that it's forty minutes. I think it's probably a, a, a bit less. Though. Yeah, we're gonna add in some talking in between. <laughs> Stretch it out. Yeah, for sure. Like, hey, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How you all doing? Or just just play. Just just do what you do best and just just jam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's next for you all, Quinn? I mean, you, you just released Hell Girl and L- LMCB, but anything else in the works right now? We're, we're thinking about trying to work on, I guess, an album in like a, as like a full project and not just like, instead of what we did last time, which is just kind of uh, put everything, put a bunch of unrelated things together um, just because of the time period they came out of. I think we're, we're thinking, okay, how can we, you know, create a, a full like album that is like actually an idea behind it. Cause I think, I I don't know. I think it would be fun to make music with a little bit more of a, like, like an idea, an idea to it. So nice. Well, before I let you folks go, Ruby, tell all the folks listening now where they can find your band and your music. Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram at Uniflora band. Um, we're on every streaming platform, just Uniflora. Um, check out our EP from November, Plastic Sturgeon, and our brand new single, Hell Girl. That is the trio Uniflora. Ruby O'Brien is a drummer, Theo Williams, a bassist, and Quinn Dugan on vocals and guitar. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Let's go out on one more song. Here's Precipitation.
This episode of the Reset Podcast was produced by Micah Yason and Ethan Schwab, edited by Meha Ahmed, and mixed by Brenda Ruiz. Come back to the Reset Podcast every Saturday for great new artists from Chicago and beyond. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.